This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Contending for the Crown. I hope you are having a wonderful day. This week, we will be continuing our study on God's love by studying God's demonstrated love. Let's start by reading Romans 5, 6-8 through 8 together now. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This passage shows the great love of God. Think about it for a minute. Christ died for the ungodly. He died for sinners. We would have a hard time doing the same, dying for our worst enemies. We would be more ready to do it, but it would still be hard to die for those we love. But God in His great love died for those who rejected Him. Let's look now at seven aspects of God's demonstrated love. God's love is pure. John three sixteen through 17 For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. God's motivation in love is salvation for us. He wants us as sinners to come back to Him. This shows how pure His love is. He only wants the best for us. God's love is passionate. Zephaniah 3 verse 17 The Lord your God is in your midst. A mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. God feels a very strong love toward his children. Think about how you feel about your own children, if you have them. I'm sure they have made you laugh and jump for joy, but I'm sure at times they have also made you cry. God rejoices over us when we are righteous but he is passionate in the same way when we choose to do wrong. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 17 I said in my heart, God will judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time for every matter and for every work. God's love is patient. 2 Peter 3 verse 9 The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient toward you not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. This verse is so comforting. God really wants everyone to repent and come to Him, and He is patiently waiting for that to happen. God's love is persuasive. Acts 26, verses 24-29 through 29. And as He was saying these things in His defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you out of your mind. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I am speaking true and rational words. For the king knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly. For I am persuaded that none of these things has escaped his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. And Agrippa said to Paul, in a short time, would you persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, 
whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me this day, might become such as I am, except for these chains. The message of God's love, the gospel of Christ, almost persuaded King Agrippa, and does persuade many today to become Christians through the putting on of Christ in baptism. Galatians 3.27 For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. God's love is perfect. 1 John 4.18 There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. The love of God is perfected in us when we keep His word. 1 John 2.5 but whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in him. God's love is powerful. Ephesians 1, 19-20 And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places? Paul, in telling Timothy not to be ashamed of the gospel, tells him to share in the suffering for the gospel by the power of God, 2 Timothy 1.8, and later in verse 13 tells him to follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. God's love is persistent. Jeremiah 31.3 The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. God's love for us will never end. 1 Corinthians 13.13 13. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. We can have great comfort in knowing this. People can try to run from God's love, but it will always be there. Psalm 136 verse 26 Give thanks to the God of heaven, for his steadfast love endures forever. Thank you, ladies, for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the study. Join me again next week as we continue our study on God's love. Until then, remember to always and in every way be contending for the crown. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.